Good afternoon, good evening, good night. I'm Jay. And I'm Tendai. We are Exennials. The generation that grew up without the internet. Two fabulous Fabulous 80s 80s babies. babies. Join us as we chat all things Exennial. Anyway, um, I'm really, really happy because this is... We're really on a roll here, aren't we, Jay? Like, we we've are, been having lots of different guests. Everyday guests, everyday for guests. For each of our episodes. And today, we're happy to have Miss Kitura Levine with Hi. us. Woo-hoo! Just to have a chat and have a conversation. <laughs> you know, three heads are better than two i always say so yes. it's really cool to have you on our no, show good to be here good and she she here. just makes it guys into them our tribe ah exogamous tribe exennials exennials what do you mean a tribe what do you mean okay so you're an 80s baby right no what tribe what no, i'm joking you I am are you're like 89 just just that's what i said you just you barely made it you barely made it and um, exogamous. We are the generation of, of the, yeah, of the yeah, yeah like so eighties babies, grew up without the internet, the emergion of the internet. So we're kind of new age and old school at the same time. Yeah, when just, looking, just just made just it, made it. Yeah. So um, yes. All right. Welcome, then, so, welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, so, do you want to tell us a little bit about you? Um, what can I say? Uh, so yeah, I'm Katura. Um, I. I'm a lecturer. I teach business studies, uh, business studies and finance. Um, I'm not originally from Birmingham. Um, I was brought up in Nottingham and Manchester. Hold on, wait, stop. I've been known Katora for a bit, guys, <laughs> and I never knew she went by at Nottingham. <laughs> I just thought it was Manchester. Ages ago? No, I thought it was yeah. just Manchester. Nottingham is where I was born, and oh, then okay. we moved to Manchester when I was like young, like probably eight. Seven. Like snow. I was no, because I did my schooling in Manchester. I came here when I was fourteen. Okay. Yeah. So last so, year of high school. So would you consider yourself to be more of a Brummy or you're still sticking to your roots? Are you Eastern? Wait, what's the East Midlands? What, what do they call people from Manchester? Mancunians. Mancunians. Yeah. Do you consider yourself more Mancunian? No, I'm definitely from. Choose Birmingham. your words carefully. She's because, a Birmingham you know. person, man. She's a Brummy. <laughs> yeah. Well, comes up a Brummy, but I'm, I wouldn't say <laughs> that. I, I can't claim Manchester like that. No, not really. Well, I've learnt something today, guys. I've definitely learnt something. <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to just show Katora, guys. You should know by now. I have my little mind map. So, this is you. I've got a little project on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the first thing I wanted to talk about. So, I'm always... Um, whenever I think of travelling, you're the next person I think of alongside my bestie, which is my cousin. And I'm always talking about my cousin on the podcast. So everybody knows. All right. So... I want to see if you can name all the places that you've oh been. Because my, my girl, my girl <laughs> is jet setting people lifestyle. But yeah, so um, her do you know, oh gosh. Go on, so what do, you, what do you want to know? No, just where have you been? Just tell us some of the places that you've been. Share with the um, our listeners and our viewers. 
You see, see, this is easy if I go by the years. So right. I'm going to do it that way. Okay. So my first, well, actually not by the years, just by the, 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 the times. So my first trip, I went to Europe. I went, I was the first trip on my own. I mean, I traveled with my family and stuff like that, but on my own. I traveled around Europe. This was 2013. So I went to Holland, Spain, France, and just like did a bit of backpacking wow. and stuff. And then um, I, I've been to the States. I lived in China for a bit. Been to Colombia. Um, I've been to Ethiopia in Africa. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, I've been so, to the, the Asians, so this Malaysia, the wow, Thailand, wow. and all those. Places. You've been around, you've been to pretty much, from what you said, all the only, I think if you just do Australia and then yeah, Iceland, no, yeah, you've yeah. done yeah. everywhere. That's like around the world trip. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. So, would you, uh, did you travel solo for most of those journeys? Yeah. Or? yeah wow, what yeah. encourages, because a lot of people have the notion of traveling as, you know, you travel with a companion or even just going anywhere, the notion of going somewhere by yourself. A lot of people don't really do that. They, well, you go with a friend or with family and stuff like that. So how did you find traveling by yourself? That would terrify me. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, you tell me. No, I think it's not even like I sat down and thought, oh, yeah, I want to do this on my own. It's just nobody was on it. Okay. <laughs> there was no one who was like just wanted oh, to do it yeah. yeah so not that i asked many people but i just you know when you kind of get vibes off people like you wouldn't do that mm-hmm. you wouldn't go there so in the end i just thought well i want to go i want to see so why I just, not I just went. yeah i, I think swim. it's proper brave mm-hmm. and like how did you find the experience then so you've you've said and i kind of like that attitude i actually feel like going back to the conversation about getting older but i think it's important as women or just generally for you to spend time with yourself and Mm. and not only that but like for the one person to just experience different things and take it in on your own i think Mm. there's something valuable in in something like that but how did you find um that experience itself when you actually so for example you said you lived in china yeah for some time um did you find that you made friends you made connections over there or were you just solo most of the time yeah no no it this the first thing about it is is it forces you to come out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and i think especially when i was living in in china it was like the fr- the people i met we already had a connection being foreigners mm-hmm. so normally you'd take a while to get to know a person and you, you'd find out all the you know what's your name what you do and all of that mm-hmm. but already we were expats mm-hmm. so we were connected com- almost instantaneously mm-hmm. and then it was like okay all the rest of the stuff is kind of whether i like you or not mm-hmm. but you already you build a bond immediately because you're all here on your own everyone's away from their family it's all different you find the same things annoying so it's just like yeah, it's, 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 you just, so you, you just, just find on. your own tribe. Yeah, you find you your, go. yeah, you, you're looking for anyone who's yeah. not from there. Okay. <laughs> so you can kind of like. I, I want to ask about um, stereotypes when it comes to traveling noir or traveling as a black person, mm. um, particularly in places like China. Have you experienced people um, 
kind of profiling you. Like, I know when I went to Morocco um, a couple of years ago, um, I got just people, random people just driving by and saying, you're okay, I can't see, I can't swear on here, can I? <laughs> <laughs> but laugh. using the um, Jamaican swear word, the BC word. Oh, okay. And um, uh-huh. oh, just randomly, and then people asking us if we wanted to smoke and if we if we had weed, okay. that kind of thing. So yeah. I found that strange, not strange, but I found it interesting yeah. that people kind of had that stereotype of us, um, being black people in an African country. That was really weird for me. But have you experienced anything? They say, like that Jay as well. If they you say that, to that I think from what I've seen, I haven't been to China personally, but whenever I see um young black girls going to China, it's like, oh, it's Beyonce and they want to take pictures and that kind of thing. But I don't know if what you was doing there. Oh no, no, I never mistake with Beyonce. No, not like that. But they just see a black <laughs> oh, when they oh, see oh. <laughs> when they see a black female, it's like, oh, she must be famous. She must be a singer. Yeah, she must and be, oh, let me, tell, I mean? let me tell you about another experience I had in Japan. Um, <laughs> this is years ago when I, we went um, as like on a, a youth it was like a youth teacher um, exchange program and um, they all and we visited different schools and all of the kids were like you know, at the time Sean Paul was I'm obviously telling my age here this would have been like <laughs> 2005 yeah around there and like all the little kids were like miss you know Sean Paul and <laughs> All the like, people? <laughs> uh, no, we don't actually know Jean Paul, but yeah, it's funny how people have those kind of perceptions of. of I have I have not done Europe that much, so my holidays have been more Caribbean, the states. I've only been to Paris in terms of Europe. I've been to Spain. I went to Benacassim, but you find that there's a lot of African people there. So, you know, they do different different. trades and stuff. But I did find in terms of travelling to Europe, and particularly where I was in Spain, in Benicassim, when they seen us going into our apartments and swimming in the pool and stuff, you got looks. But then I realised that all the black people and the black females plaited hair and had the little market Mm. stalls at night. They didn't see us as part of the... We weren't supposed to be there on holiday. We were supposed yeah. to be there working on the mm-hmm. beach in the shops or what they don't. So you got a lot of them looks like, oh, they can afford to do this. Mm-hmm. Or, and I did feel like you did. People didn't say it, but you could see that we were the only of the black girls in this resort doing what we were doing. You know, mm-hmm. lying on the pool, lying on the poolside and stuff, and enjoying that kind of lifestyle. Everyone else was hustling, plaiting the braids and stuff like that. And I thought to myself, it's interesting how you can go to a place. And certain sets of people are only seen in a certain light. Mm-hmm. And then when they say something different, mm-hmm. they're like, okay. As I said, it's not something that's said. It's like that unspoken thing. Like, oh, you can see people looking like, oh, they've got keys. Oh, they can come in. Oh, oh. In the, you know what I mean? You can see them looking like. Oh, they're in the pool. Yeah, like, they're what, black people they're like the why are we here type of thing. So I did pick up that. But, um, and people like, I remember one woman, she kind of like was in the pool. And she kind of looked. And then she called her children. And I was thinking to myself, mm. like, I wouldn't dream of doing anything like that. I was caught, I was offended, but I just carried on. But I do, you know, when something kind of sticks into your mm. memory. I'll tell you, tell you what it is, though. I, I Just what you guys are saying. And I've only been, only when I was younger, and I went to the more, like, the Ibiza and the Malaga and all those places. When, we, when I was in a group, or even when I was in Asia, and I was away with, a, a, there was a small group of us who went to, like, another city that you get more notice, you get noticed mm-hmm. more. When I'm on my own, I don't know, maybe I don't pay attention or I'm just not conscious of it 
but I think when you are with other people, you become a bit more conscious of it mm-hmm. that you are maybe the 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 only black person the there, or do you know? But I think I don't, yeah, because like I know I know it exists, but I don't know. I just because I'm I'm there for like a reason, so mm. I just don't really pay too much too much mind to them, like, but. But I think that's that's um, for knowing you. I think that that's one of the things I like because you'll just do what you're doing, and even if things are going on, even if you might have a little inkling, you'll just be like, "Yeah, this is what I'm here to do," Mm. and I'm not businessing with what other people are doing. And I think to travel alone, you need a big pinch of that because if you're constantly aware of how people might perceive you or receive you in these different places, and you second guess Mm. it, do you know what I mean? It's going to be like, "Ah, it's I'm far from home. I'm going by myself." All these things to say why you shouldn't go. And the reasons why you should go, sometimes if you're bothered about why you shouldn't do something, you don't think about why you should, you know what I mean? Mm. But you're just like, no, nah, I want to go. But you say there's not been a time where I thought, right, I'm never doing that again. The, o- the only time I went away, probably shouldn't say this, but I went away yeah. a few weeks before I went back to work, which is like, like obviously since... I can hear your accent, by the way. I can hear your northern accent. <laughs> I just thought I'd put that in if anybody was wondering. I can you completely can... hear it. Yes, you are Mancunian, yeah. No, I So, yeah, they, um, yeah I, I, went to, I just went to Spain. I just decided, oh, I need to go away before we, I go back yeah, to God, work. She just got up and left me, to be fair. I just want to put that in there. That was the only time where I thought, I don't, this is not, I don't, this, I'm not enjoying this. There was a there was a few days I was out by the beach I was getting bare black and that I was enjoying myself but then because of the co- like because it was like effects of COVID I was you like this is long normal. yeah this don't this normal. don't feel like normally when I travel mm-hmm. do you know what I mean interesting. it was it was different and I thought I'm only gonna go anywhere now where I know people are not it's not the measures are not so you know strict strict I'm yeah because I um, nice. I was supposed to go to Portugal in October. I didn't go. Ryanair, I want my money, by the way. But anyway, that's a side note. Yeah, I lost a bit of money. And then now I'm supposed to go. It was for a wedding and it's now been moved to June of next year. And I'm actually, I'm going to definitely go. So homegirl, if you're listening, don't worry. <laughs> I will be at your wedding. But I'm just like, going through that again mentally to be like, okay, you prepare to go away, so you pay your money, da, 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 da. I don't really want that disappointment. I haven't been away for so long and... I think I respected the fact that you got up and went, but then I was thinking the same thing as you. Mm-hmm. was like, if I go, how, what's it going to be like? What's the airport going to be like? Is it going to be... And then if they're saying you have to wear the masks on the plane, I can't breathe on the plane as it is. I hate that. <laughs> I don't... I like the concept of travelling, but as soon as I'm on that plane, I'm like, like I don't want to do You just can't do yeah. hands. Yeah, they, did, they did make us wear them, but the flight was like two hours. Mm. But I was just on the beach. I went riding, like I rode around like the bit of the island. So I did. I wasn't... It's only when like I was in a hotel mm-hmm. or you know but I just went for some sun really and I think travelling is a hassle outside of all of those things anyway, so oh, it is it. quite stressful. No, I like it. I like airport. the I like the airport. Yeah, it's stressful. I mean I like it if you're going on holiday, I think that's you know, you set your mind to it and you you don't necessarily you're not meeting deadlines or you're not mm. little things like that. So that's not really an issue i i think if you're traveling for holiday but if you're traveling for work or you're traveling you have like you need to get somewhere for whatever reason i just find it a little inconvenient (laughs) you know um, all right cool so um um, oh do you have something more you want to say if uh, still if we're on the traveling topic then yeah um top top three countries you visited colombia 
Colombia. You know, yeah. I was supposed to go to <laughs> Colombia. I always talk about this. I'm so Colombia. Sad about it. Anyway, tell me um, why? Why Colombia? Oh, it was just so good. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I would just live there. No, guys, listen. <laughs> she said Colombia, and her whole face lit up, cheeks went. Up, it's everything. because like the place, like vibrant. Yeah, it's mm. like there's a lot of culture, um, and I think because of, I think maybe a big part of it is what I did, and I was just like, yeah, I could do this. I could live here. Like I could see myself having one of those little places, a little balcony, and then going down to like you know, Sam's shop or down the road and just getting my vegetables and my fruits and living there. But, um, yeah, I'd definitely say Colombia. Um, Malaysia was is my oh, second wow. probably favourite. A place called Penang, mm, which is really Penang. nice. Um, and then, I don't know, like, it's, I think the others are more like the experiences I had. Because this Rather is the thing, the yeah. I think why I, I think why I like traveling the most is because of the experiences I have in those places. Mm. When I'm in the UK, you you don't get the same experiences. Mm-hmm. You don't meet people on a on a random, and it's like oh, you just become like best mates in the yeah. first couple yeah. of hours. Yeah, it's, you don't, it's more traveling the experiences that. that you that I've had as opposed to necessarily the, the actual place. place. Yeah, sometimes oh, okay. you know. Because when yeah, you when you really deep it, and this is what I, I realize is, everywhere's the same. People work, people relax, people drive, they use the toilet, they do all the things that <laughs> everybody do. Everybody in the same. The everybody's the, the same. It's just it's in a different environment. Either the sun's shining, or it's raining, or it's a city, or it's a town. Everything's actually the same. It's the experiences that you have that that, that actually make it a bit different. So yeah, I say Colombia, Malaysia. And for experience, I think New York. Oh. Yeah. Well, I can say I've been to one of those places. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been to New York. Oh, yeah, I've exactly, New York. New York. But, um, um, now, I do think that it's um, it's inspirational. Like, at home, I always talk to Rimmel about traveling. I'm like, yeah, Auntie Kisora's gone here, and your Auntie Asia's gone here, and da da So for me, I think as a person, I've done a little bit of traveling. I think it's people like, oh, you've been loads of places. For me, I think it's a little bit. And I say that in terms of how big the world is. Yeah, yeah. in terms of how many places you could go and see and things you could go and experience, I think that I haven't done as much. But I I do really admire the fact, and I've said this to you before, in terms of just picking up, putting on your backpack and going about your business. Like, I'm not wishing my child away, but I'm looking forward to the day when I can be like, right, I'm doing this to get what I don't have to. Even if I am married or in a relationship, I can say, you know what, babe, I'm just going to go on this trip. I'll be back in a week, da 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 and it's just going to be yeah. okay. Have you travelled alone, Jay? No. I haven't either. Like, Well, no, okay. I, I have travelled like for work or, you know, different things. But, like, deliberately saying I'm going on a holiday by myself. <laughs> like, I've not done that. But it's something that I have on my bucket list. I do. think it's amazing. And I feel encouraged and inspired <laughs> by you, Victoria, because you... Yeah. I think all young ladies, if they get the opportunity, it should something that they should do because I, I find le- young women that I find that travel they just think differently and they think differently and I think I don't know if you want to agree or disagree with this Katori, because of the experiences because of the shaping and the molding of doing that picking up yourself going having an experience reflecting on it assessing it taking out what you want to keep from it throwing away what you don't want to throw away and kind of developing your life mm. would you what do you think of that statement does that make does yeah that I agree and I think a big a big part of it as well is because 
I like, I'm not, a, I am a risk taker. I do like taking risks, but I feel like because I'm, I'm Christian and I believe in God, like when I, when I do these, when I've been on these trips, I always never feel like I'm going on my own anyway. Yeah. I feel like God's okay, always yeah. with Fair me enough. anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, and most of the time I do have a good time. I'm not going to lie. I do have a good time, but it is about me and him as well. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. That yeah, time that reflective alone. time, you know, I'll walk, I'll meditate, I'll think about stuff. And it's away from my my home, which allows, you know, that to that to happen a bit more, mm-hmm. um, more more than it sometimes mm-hmm. would here. Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of like that personal, yeah, like yeah. getting away and like that yeah. personal yeah. retreat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like that idea. I like mm-hmm. that. Well, one day, what's, guys, one day. <laughs> what's your worst? What's been your worst experience then? Oh, it was when I went to Den Haag. One time. <laughs> It's in what? It's in um, Holland. Netherlands. Okay, thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. I, knew that. I, just, I was about to Google. Google, y'all. <laughs> I've been to Holland a few times because my 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 my, my, grand, my grandmother lives over there. But this time oh. I went. I just I I think actually this was my first trip actually, and I was because I when I when I when I, at the beginning I used to do a lot of like hostels and stuff. Now I stay in nice places. Cause I'll be yeah, away. okay. But um, um yeah, I just I stayed in this hostel. And I remember like. All, all the people in the hostels, there was probably about 25, we just all became friends. We just all, like, in the evenings, we'd go and just eat together and, you know, so we just we'd, we'd jamming. But then there was this there was this time where this guy, he was wearing, like, all leathers and he had, like, black hair. And we were staying in a room where there was, like, the bunk, bunk beds, so three bunks. There must have been about maybe six or seven bunks in a room. But the bunks were like really close to each other. So as soon as you step out, if 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 I stepped out and put my feet on the bed, and another person stepped out, put the bed, we'd be knee to knee. I don't know if you can visualize yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I can visualize yeah. that. So they were quite close. so, yeah. Yeah, they were quite close. So I remember I was on the bottom bunk, and he was on the bunk opposite. But he was on the oh, top so one. Oh, so girls and boys sleeping. Yeah, it was all mixed. They're cheap. Keep doing mixed ones. Well, you gotta make it happen. You yeah. gotta make it happen. So they, they um, he was on the top bunk. And I was on the bottom, so we were kind of like opposite each other. I remember I went to sleep and I turned around and so I don't know, I just woke up. And when I say my mom was like staring while I was sleeping at me. And I, I, <laughs> I just screamed. I was like, ah, why are you looking at me? And everyone in the room was like, what's wrong? You're right, Are you right? I said, just nobody's just staring at me like when I'm sleeping. And then um, he just he just rolled over and like just carried on. And then, then the next morning, so but it was like piercing. Dog. Look, it wasn't like a seductive. Desiring. It was like some demonic. I don't know, man. It was. It was. It freaked me out. Oh, so I remember you just wake up and scream. That's not nice. Yeah, I did. I remember just saying, "God, please help me." I know I should have never come out here on my own. Please help me to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that boils down to the experience that you've had yeah. rather than the actual. Yeah environment so that's and i slept nice after that after i said a bit of prayer and i was like god just keep me because i don't know why i'm here what, yeah, what i'm doing, what's he doing? <laughs> that yeah. doesn't sound very but then the next morning i remember seeing him get up he didn't brush his teeth bathe nothing he just, just put his jacket on and, and just went <laughs> <laughs> i guess you get to see how other people live their lives as 100%. well so interesting lovely okay so travel 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 okay so um I do know that you have brothers and sisters, but how many mm. do you actually have? I've got uh, five brothers and three sisters. Wow. What number are you? I'm the middle child. How does that work? How do, how do you navigate that? 
Oh, well, I didn't, we didn't grow up in the same household, all nine of us, at any one point. I think the max of us that lived in one household was probably seven. Okay. So, um, I don't know, I mean, you probably have to ask my family that. I find myself to be quite the, like, the the second mum a bit. I was going to say that, yeah. but I didn't want to say it for you. Yeah, like, I'm like, have you done this? Have you done that? To my little brother and sister's. And, and to then, your older ones as well. <laughs> sometimes, actually. Yeah. yeah, sometimes. Like, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that middle child thing, because I'm the first of my pe- my, my mother and father's children in marriage. Okay. So I'm the, actually the oldest. Okay. If you yeah, looked at it like that. Because yeah. um, okay. my mum and dad had two children each, and then they got married and had right. me. Okay. And then four so you're the, the unifier. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> yes. So I, so I'm the oldest really of the married. I mean we're all sisters, we're sisters, but yes, like yeah, others but, are okay, older yeah. and they were there before me. So, um, but yeah, I I try and balance it out. But I think the generational thing, and I try now. At first, with my younger brother and sister, I used to be always like, you know, this generation man, you got just ain't got no sense. Like, how do you see things like that? But I've tried over time to understand them a bit more because they're just different they just mm. think different and i'd say like me and my brother who we're like a year apart we're more a bit more streetwise mm. whereas the younger two are not just oblivious yeah they're they're not as i don't know they're just a bit more naive mm. and is that because they've been sheltered or um, think? yeah and they didn't do high school here because my mom moved out to um africa for a period of time and they went with her okay yeah. what country she was in ethiopia that's why oh went, right yeah. that's where you went to the, mm. yeah so can i ask about that if, mm. um what encouraged your mom to go and live there so my mom's i we grew up as um rastafarians so okay the whole con- well the ideology I see a connection here between yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rastafarianism <laughs> into your seventh day yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah interesting that's an interesting connection there but yeah sorry go on about no it's fine yeah um yeah so the 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 connection was always that you go back to the motherland and then the history is that um um, selassie who's kind of the um not the founder but the man who a lot of rastas see as being um the king or or or, or likened to god as well Mm -hmm. that he gave the people of Jamaica a piece of land in Ethiopia, Shashamani, mm. and they were all supposed to repatriate back there. Mm-hmm. So for my parents, it was like, we need to go back there. So for my mama and my dad, it's always been, you need to go to Ethiopia, you need to go to Ethiopia. Mm. Do they still hold true to that? Or? Yeah, my dad's still, my dad's in Jamaica now, but he's still trying to, he's still saying he's still to go to mm-hmm. My mom's, yeah, she's And still. have they moved back, or are they still there? My mom moved back. And my dad is—he's—he he's, lived there for a bit, but he left. He's come back. He went back to Jamaica now. So. Okay. But, yeah, but he you never to wanted to, to. live No, no, no. I was gonna one. stay when I went there. That's a What's Ethiopia story. like? Yeah. Well, this yeah, is the so thing. I, <laughs> we I, can I, chat here about <laughs> each country you've been to. But yeah, it's no. It's actually if you, even if you've travelled and you haven't been to some a place that someone else has been. It's just so interesting and enlightening to hear it. And then when you go there to have that kind of something to kind of anchor what Measure you see by, too, yeah. do you know what I mean? I mean, it's been a few years now, like what we're talking, 2012, 11. 
was the last time I went. So you're talking ten, almost yeah, ten years. So I know it's different now. It's a lot more developed. But when I went, it was kind of just like, I don't know, like the houses are massive. Mm. My mom had like a you call her a maid, but like a person who'd come wash the clothes. And yeah, I know that's quite popular. Yeah, kind of thing. That. And then like sounds like lifestyle. But the roads are horrific. And they had these little things called bajajes where you drive around. They do. They're like taxis, but they're like little toy cars. Mm. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was fine. Um, after because I was planning, I wanted to stay there really. I came back. I don't know why, but um, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Obviously, language barrier. They speak um Hamaric there. Mm-hmm. So I have a few speak students who, who speak Hamaric. Was it? I was like, um. Say these people, if you feel this is you, I'm gonna say right. <laughs> I'm a which is I'm a thank, thank you very much. Say it again. I'm a Seganalu. I'm a Seganalu. Oh, I'm gonna try and learn that from I'm my students, and they'll be they'll su- be surprised. When you have students from Ethiopia, yeah. I'm a Seganalu. Oh, wow. Tell them that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. If I can remember, I have to go back, listen, go back to listen to this, um, okay. this episode. Um, okay, that's really mm. fascinating, I find. Um, the the idea of repatriation and mm. and so on and connect. Did you did you find that you were able to make a connection with your roots, if that made sense? Did I was you feel in more that, connected in that, that space, place. or do you feel like England is more like your home? Have you been to Jamaica? I'm assuming yeah, you're. Been to Jamaica. You've been okay. So yeah, where where does, where feels more like home to you? I'll be honest, man. I can make anywhere be home. It sounds so to me. <laughs> like, so. Well, obviously, England is home. Mm. Like, it's, I know it. Mm. I know it, like, I know, I just know it. But if I have to, I can pretty much just... That's such a good way to be. You know? It is, you That's know. such a good way to be. It is, but then like, sometimes you never get run, anchored, though. When it's time to run to the rocks, <laughs> like, it's let's true. go. But then you do have that anchor, I find, because you say, like, here is where you know best. But then mm. you feel free to kind of just live out your life wherever, mm. and I just I like that idea. Some people I think take a very long time to find that peace of mind that you have in terms of okay, when I travel, yes, I'm physically alone, but I have my heavenly father. And second of, of all, people. I know what I'm going there for. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're saying it very like this is just what it is, but mm. listening so it takes to it, a it's, yeah, it's quite profound, and it to takes get there. yeah, it takes. People, big, big women and big, big men are now can't figure They've that never out. Stepped out. Well, she's, we've clocked this part. Don't speak. We've clocked everything else. <laughs> <laughs> everything else is in shambles, but this thing I think I've got a lock. <laughs> well, let's say that some people, sometimes I used to say this to myself, like, you can never have everything. Nah, you know, people yeah, say like, oh, we can have everything. There's even the film. Um, oh, what's the film? There's, there's a saying trip. though, they say, you can have everything. But just not all at the same not time. Not at the same mm. time, yeah. So when one That's thing's going true. really, really well, there's you something find all else things that, that might fall not apart. be. But mm-hmm. my mum balanced though. My mum always says, "Stop! Don't look for things to moan for." Because sometimes things can be settled for me, you know. And I'll be like, "But this," and my mum will look at me like, "Jay, nothing's wrong." Like, mm. stop looking for something because you know you feel like everything's just settled and you're waiting mm. for that thing to go wrong. But I guess it's just having that um, faith-based life and just being okay with what's happening. Mm. I think it's like really home is where the heart is, isn't it? Mm. So wherever your your heart is or wherever your desire is, and you speak about your faith, mm. then really does it matter where you go? Because if you're saying it, God is with you all the time, 
wherever he will have you go mm. is, mm-hmm. is fine. Like, that can be hope. Mm. Did you get the gems, people? For me, Did you when get I the gems? moved here, obviously, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Mm-hmm. Big up to you guys. You'll always be my home. But then I've... But similarly, I've had, like, different experiences mm. in different places. So I've lived in Africa. I've lived, you know, and then I've lived here. So I do feel similar in the sense that you anywhere can be home as long as you have your roots your foundation yeah. and that love or that faith or whatever it is yeah yeah definitely okay so i wanted to ask so you said at the beginning um we know that you're um, a lecturer so mm. i wanted to ask what led you into teaching what would you i say? wanted to be able to travel and make money and True. is that happening for you no, no, okay, that's one part. But I always said from when I was studying, I said, right, one day I do want to, when I'm maybe 50, <laughs> teach. I thought, let me, let me like open 10 businesses, make all this money, and then I'm going to go and give back and teach. That's so, what, that was kind so of the 20 plan. 20 years before that, <laughs> what happened? Why are you doing it now then? I think just because I, I always thought that you had to. Like, I had to get, like, you had to be at a certain level, but doors just kept on opening for me. Okay. And it was just like, oh, I'm good at this. I can do this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then it just, it just kind of just, just went like that. And I just okay. went for opportunities. I got them and I was like, oh, okay. Right. You know? Um, but a big shift in terms of my, and I've told this one a million times, but a big shift in terms of, because I started off doing events, um, events management and stuff, and then, mm-hmm. Because of I, you know, decide well, I kind of converted into Christianity. A lot of it didn't match up. Yeah, so I decided on the change then. Um, did a few other things, a bit of mental health and whatever, and then decided, okay, I got an opportunity to teach, train, f- train first. That's where I actually started. I never started in teaching. It was training on yeah. the back of my um, project management work and all of that. Mm. And then... It just led into, I thought, let me get into the teaching part okay. of it. Okay. Mm. And how do you find, um, so you lecture, so we know it's um, tertiary. Um, was there a specific reason you went into tertiary? Um, and also, do you find that it's, have you had any experience teaching, like, the younger years? Because I'm just asking because we're both secondary yeah, yeah, yeah. school teachers. Yeah, yeah, I did my tr- teacher training at a secondary. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when I got when I trained to be a teacher, I did it um, in a secondary school. And when I lived in, in China, I did teach young kids. Okay. Like, part-time. And how do you find the difference between, you know, sec- like, you know secondary school mm-hmm. students and, and tertiary? Is, there, um, is it worse? <laughs> Give me some I, I don't. Care. I tell you, I don't. It's never. It's not that different when it comes to the student. It's mm. the environment and the system that okay. you work within. Yeah, really. I get that. It's not necessarily who you teach. It's the environment you teach in. Mm. Okay. Because even at the minute, I teach post sixteen, as well as some foundation degree um, okay. students. So I still teach what you call sixth form now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really not, you know, that different. So, yeah, it's just more the environment. And I just couldn't be... And I say I couldn't. Being the person I am, I just felt like... I just... I couldn't... Maybe it was the place I was at. I don't know. But I think it was the place. Yeah, I think it was the place to, I was at. I think it was the place. Remember I used to say I just that really too, like, couldn't. feel different when you're in a different 
I just really couldn't do it. Like, was it what the the management of the, that place, the um, behaviour and stuff like that? No, the behaviour was excellent. You know, the stand the standard of education was good too. Mm. But I just think it's. I believe this is my belief. Yeah, that teachers should not be allowed to stay in the same role for more than five years. I agree. I think they have. To, I think it shouldn't I even be a choice. Say five years. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say three, less, but I thought. So I don't know how many people been in the jobs for long, but unless yeah, they, I think, unless they make that choice, like if they want to stay there, because yeah. some people are just happy to just do that. But yeah, I agree. Why do you say be, that? So you feel like, you know, there should be that natural progression. Yeah, I, I do. I feel like because teaching is. You're in it. You're very. You're in a very. How can I say? Like a very privileged, but also a very altering position to be in control of minds. Mm-hmm. Cause that's ultimately what you're doing. You're molding people's minds, and I feel like as soon as you get to a place where that's no longer your focus, or or even if it, you know, I'm not saying you have to be on 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 point twenty four seven, but when you start to be focused too more so on the systems and having to like combat all the negativity mm-hmm. and it takes away from what you're trying to do i just think it becomes an environment where it's it's just it just gets tainted and i feel like people need a change you need to refresh mm-hmm. i was just saying to my students today cuz i'm doing my masters now and saying to me wait a minute so you're in education like i said yeah i said the best education educators continually, continually. Yeah, yeah they they yeah. they're continually as you said continually learning I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> like, I don't know, no, I'm just relaxed. I think they like to know as well that... They like to know that their teachers are also yeah. learning. It just, I don't know, it does something. And I think, especially with my subject, like, I cannot not be learning. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... Because it's not like the curriculum... No, it's not so much the curriculum changes, but the way we, we can do it in my sector is... It's very much based on what's happening in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we got to meet certain, you know, the, the the courses are set for to to meet certain targets and stuff like that. But ultimately, we want to make it as applicable to what's going on. In, mm-hmm. you know, you know. Yeah, I, I hear you. What you say about having to focus on other things rather than the roots of, yeah. you know, the the basic thing of teaching and molding minds and having that kind of influence which is why a lot of teachers <coughs> this one right here <laughs> are just ready to move on to something else something different maybe project management because i've spoken enjoy. about this before i'm ready to move on to something else I still enjoy it and I think I'm going to get more involved mm. um, I would like to be more I would like to be I want to be more in control of how things are actually done because mm. I find that there's a lot of strictness and we talk about this all the time, yeah. don't we? The policies and I the procedures. I Jane becomes a head teacher. I don't even want to become a head. I become a head teacher, but only to experience it so that I can have my own place, so I can have my own sense. I don't. I would. I don't have to have my own school be, or institution, and I, I don't have to be the head of it. I just want to have it. Yeah, but you'd you'd still be an executive. You'd still have all of the influence because so. you're hiring the head. That's mm. even above the head teacher. That, yeah, that's what that's I'd aspiring like. even higher. I like that. That's what I'd like to do because I think that some of the things and some of the things that we are using to mould the minds, it's not effective. It's not doing anything for the for the young people. And we know as adults that certain things that they should be learning, 
they're leaving school with so mm-hmm. much missing bits yeah, that yeah. they need to actually you know survive in you're not even survive to live a decent standard of life and having a certain understanding and a, a healthy view of the world and how they're never gonna navigate it some of the things that they're learning it's a waste of time it's mm-hmm. not when you leave school it's like what, what is this done for me yeah. that, and even and children now i start i've had children in my um, previous school be like miss what do i need this for and sometimes you know you have to look in their face like i don't actually know yeah, yeah. i don't know i, what I always pre- <laughs> no, i don't pretend but like they'll ask me like miss why do i need to know about literature and so and obviously i'll tell them about my subject so i always try and feign it and say just that having knowledge is mm. is good you just never know when you're going to use it wink wink i know you're not gonna ever use it but <laughs> still i'll just let you know <laughs> that's what i do but yeah we and then again coming back to your point Katura, we don't really have the time to um we don't really have the time to um just invest in the students mm-hmm. and have conversations with them, have debates with them, have lengthy discussions. I think a lot of that has just become, it's just become very, very structured Mm -hmm. in the way that we go ahead. We have to meet certain deadlines. We have to make sure they learn a certain amount by this date. And if we don't do that, then there's a a tremendous amount of pressure that's being Mm -hmm. placed on us. So you don't really get to pour into them as much as you I now use as much as I can. I wasn't a form tutor last year and I was happy not to be a form tutor last year, but now I have a year eight form. And the one they've got like this Gosh, whole schedule. Year eight. No, do you know they've got this whole schedule of do this on that day, do you know what I do? I talk to the kids. I talk mm-hmm. to them, I find out how they are, I ask them about their home life. And those are usually the best sessions the best, I find. Yeah, like we have like quizzes and stuff, but I always try to make sure I speak to everybody because yeah. you know what? I find that so many children go under the radar because you're just doing this, these yeah. these these time time. do like, that in like, time do you know what i mean i do just, things like um yeah. the girls like to hitch up their like this is a school roll up their skirts roll mm. up i said to the skirt i said to one skirt i said is the skirt supposed to is it in line with your bra why is it here <laughs> why is the skirt the blazers there the skirts there i'm like nah mm. i said i went i have i get my girls i line them up and i say lift me open your blazer let me see if the skirts up here and you can see the big old roll you no. know the big like it looks like the roll we used about, to do that when we Natalie. <laughs> i probably rolled we it were, once <laughs> not and then it's high like there's one thing rolling it you know but yeah I'm but yeah because oh, my skirt was long it. our skirts used to be long skirts so. way up here and then it's like they got on some you know them high waist things yeah, i'm like yeah. that is not it so there's little things that you know <clears> in bed just like you know how they need to think how to think through things how to think of others um yeah, even though my school's not yeah my school's not um a faith-based school but just certain principles that yeah i don't business whether you're christian or not i know these principles are going to take you through life mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and they always want to tell you oh you can't tell the kids this you can't tell the kids that all this can't 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 when we know as this big people they need to have these skills and you know have these things embedded in them and we're not allowed to do it i don't business with it if i know it's right that's why i miss teaching say it's right i miss it. teaching in the caribbean for that because like you have more leeway when it comes to stuff mm-hmm. nobody's really gonna be saying oh why are you not doing this during form time mm-hmm. you can have your conversations and you know level with the students mm-hmm. and stuff so yeah well like we always say when you have and I don't know how you feel about this, Katora, but when you employ somebody, like, 
God willing, when I if I when I ever get my own education center or when facility, you get I am gonna hire somebody, and I want all of you. Do you understand? Yeah. I don't want you to just bring the business side of it. I don't want you to just bring the finance. I want to bring. I want to have Katora. How Katora thinks. How Katora does things. How Katora's personalities. Because I can see the benefits of her as a person for the children. That's how I see it. But I just think that they just they hire us, and then it's like, oh, I just want you to bring this side of you to work. I can't yeah. just bring half of me to work. You get all no. of me, or you don't get none of me yeah. in it. And I think that's where teachers are starting yeah, to get frustrated. Yeah. Teachers are starting to get frustrated because you can't be your whole self at work. They just want you to show one side of your, you know, how you are as a person. And then you just, I find that originally when I started this school, I was getting frustrated. But now I've just found ways to just be me put holistically mm. and putting what I want to put in. And that's how you can be happy. Yeah, I, I had a question for you, Katorin. Yeah. So... I do find you as to be, speaking of obviously you're a middle child, but at the same time the oldest child, so I find you to be quite naturally nurturing. So in terms of education, curriculum versus pastoral and why? Uh. <laughs> I, mm, do you know what? I'm going to be annoying, but I don't think you can do... I, I think I, I feel we can do one without the other. I that was the correct answer. That's no, the correct. Answer. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go for because I thought I just my subject is at the best. But okay. I just thought no, you can't. I can't have one because if you don't because care, you can't people teach. are not. Whereas we said they're not one dimensional. Mm-hmm. You, you're talking about a whole person, and this person might, this student might be academically really strong, but then they have a bad day. So what do you teach? Do you keep teaching them if they've had or a bad day? Or you just ignore it. Or you just ignore it. Or like a robot. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. But but my whole thing, just off what you were saying before about, you know, it may, like saying to students when they think, why do I have to learn this? I think all of what is good is that all of it can be framed in problem solving. Yes. No matter what it is, yeah, this I is agree. helping you to solve mm-hmm. some kind of problem. So... And in life, you don't. There's like so many that. problems you deal with. Like, did you get the germs, people? Did you, you get the germs? You just don't know what you're gonna yeah. come across. You might think you might never use it. Mm-hmm. I might think you might never use it. <laughs> yeah. But one day, you know, you you just might. Yeah, Even if it is, you become the same teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, teaching, delivering the same, the same content. Yeah. But sometimes it's not even. I find it's not even when you're teaching something. The pupil, what they, what each pupil takes away from it is can be something different. different. You know? yeah. So they might be like, oh, I like the way Miss phrased that, mm. or oh, I like that word she just used to explain that, or oh, I like. They might even observe you deal with another child, or oh, I like the way Miss dealt with that person. Do you know mm. what I mean? So it's not just but about that's what, what they do. All yeah, they're, what they are, they're observing so everything. They're observing everything, and even um, I would say the older ones because I now teach sixth form as well. They're dry though. <laughs> I thought sixth form would be My nice to teach. My sixth form, I try like Jacob's crack. <laughs> I hope they're not listening. No, it's because they're computer science. Computer science. Oh students. my gosh! No, oh but the year no, but the year no. My year thirteens, they got personality. My year, but you know, the undergrads is do computer science. They're like. No, I, don't, I think I'm like an anomaly. I'm like, like I think, like my personality. You, you shouldn't. I, this is what I'm saying. That's why I find it mad weird that, that I, you that teach computer science. Yeah, but I'm because all it. the from from uh, GC, no, don't GCSE, but yeah, from yeah from GCSE, all I've seen at A level, even undergrad, even the masters, they all seem the same type of people. These you don't fit right. into that. They just can't. Well, but I bring, I, I, bring butter, I bring the butter. I bring the butter to the. But now I just, I do, I like teaching the older ones because you can have a level of banter and conversation that you can't have with the young ones. 
But as I, as I said, my year 12s in particular, why is that the need? Just like, even if you say something, they'll be like, yeah, then. Yeah, so I'm true. like, you can talk to me now, I'm not going to bite you. No, I just think that they're so highly academic, they forgot to find their personality. You know, when you just want to sit like this and cold. Mm -hmm. But I, even though I can cold, that's not my favourite part. These children are, I would say they are very, very good at the subject. But Mm -hmm. because, and I think that's where you get the lack of personality and communication skills. But you know, when we had the Zoom lessons, why would, why did, why were they giving the most banter over the thing? Mm -hmm. But when they're in the class like this. Oh, that's so, yeah, interesting. They, can, they seem to communicate better through the, through the screen. When you're when in the class, you don't seem to get the best from them. Mm-hmm. But that's a side note. Okay. All right, we're going to get ready to wrap up now. I got some, I got a quick game for you. You ready? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to tell you seven words, mm-hmm. and then you have to say the I'm first word that comes to you. Oh, right. I think you going to tell me all the seven oh, words no, at the same no, time. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> all right, so... Um, oh, no, before we get into that, before we get into that... Um, you're a podcast fan, so do you want to tell us, um, your favourite podcast and why? My favourite? Yeah. Okay, it has to be Half Cast podcast. You hear that? Oh, Chucky. Yeah. If you ever happen to listen to this. (laughs) We're not even going to tell you. For the, for the, there's others I like, but that I can watch however I'm feeling. Okay. Some of the others I have to be like, either want to be listening to crap or want to get like i, I want to listen for a just trash yeah yeah Do you know yeah, yeah. but that one i can listen to it's got sense in there sometimes you just talk I like yeah. you know what i mean there's a there's a nice little balance. i listen off and on to be fair i would listen to the ones that you recommend to me if you say oh, yeah. oh, Jay, listen to this i would like okay because i listened to that one about um blocking your blessings yeah yeah that was yeah, quite yeah, good yeah. big up poet yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh poet he's so funny you know oh he's a nutcase yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah that's one of the first podcasts that i started watching I don't watch them though. You it's so funny them. because I saw YouTube, it. I, I just I yeah. listen. I never watch podcasts. I seen his one ages ago, and I listen. I listened for about five minutes. I thought, what is this? But I didn't realize it was. That's what podcasting was. Just so it was kind of weird. Yes, yeah. so I was like, what is this? And I never watched it again. It's only like a year later, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, no, I've been listening to them is. for a while. My favorite one is um, Cut the Chat with oh, um, no, DJ no. Ace. Feminton, <laughs> Little Man Lee, he was an M comedian, and Damien the Barber. So they started originally doing it in the barbershop and videoing it. Oh, okay. And then it's just developed over time. You told me about yeah, that. Yeah, so one as I well. do listen. Sometimes they're the same. They're like, they can talk some rubbish, you know, some str- And as a female, I'm like, but what are you talking about then? And yeah. another time, it can be really, really deep and interesting. Yeah. And the characters, how they blend together. So Damien's a barber, so he's like a top end barber. Mm-hmm. So he barbers, he's barbered everyone from like top USA stars to like the average world man. Mm-hmm. And then Little Man used to be a comedian, but now he's a taxi driver. So a lot of his stories are like Tales from the Cab and the the story of him going from being a comedian to, um, you know, um, doing the, what do they call it? Doing the book or do there's some kind of exam you have to do to be a black cab driver in London. So it talks about all of that. The exam or something they call it. Femi, you know the film like Intent and stuff. Mm. He does filmmaking, so mm-hmm. that's and he was in um, Adulthood or Kidhood or one of them as mm-hmm. the um, I can't remember his character's name. I know he was in that. And then who's the last person? Ace. He plays on the radio. He's the mm. DJ, DJ Ace. So the combination of them and their professions and what they do make it really, really interesting. Mm. Okay, let's not talk about too many people's podcasts because you know <laughs> we're podcasters. We're trying to be out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, any further questions, Winston? That you want to ask before we wrap this up? No, I just wanted to say um, thank you so much. For no, thanks for having me. It's been nice. Um, 
Wow. Some quick, actually, really. Yeah. Do you think yeah. No, it goes like that, innit? It's what I'm looking at. I'm going to be talking for a bit. <laughs> Any um, parting words in terms of, like, adv- travel tips? Or oh. Yeah, travel tips, that would be good. Um, what, to one one, what to travel if somebody, with? If you people, wake up and somebody's staring at you, scream. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you travel light? It's a whole other yeah, conversation yeah, to be I had. Do. Some people do. need to. You you don't travel light, do you? I Jay, do now. I, can tell. I do now. As long as I've got a good pair of shoes. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. I tend, but what I did, what I've done a lot of the times though, is I won't pack. A, I won't pack for the whole holiday. I'll buy things. Does that so my bag, Yeah, I'll buy yeah, things I, and I won't carry that much with me. Okay, so you so buy, I'll buy like your creams from the place. and stuff. No, like not creams, or... clothes. Oh, clothes. I well, won't bring as much clothes. No, nah, you always can buy clothes. I have a friend who like she she goes she travels to New York quite often, and when she goes there, she just goes with like <laughs> empty suitcase. Yeah, she'll just shut when she goes there. You know what I mean? So I've learned the hard way, like traveling. <clears throat> needs to be um you tr- you need to be comfortable so you know yeah. i think in the car well for us at least vincentians have this idea that if you're traveling you need to look good you need to dress in your you know just really dress up and look good to get on the plane i don't know where we get that concept from but um yeah i'm no, not it's doing that thing. anymore I don't it's know all about my comfortable, comfortable yeah. no i dress but i'll have like like if i'm going away i'll be like okay let me get a new tracksuit or a new lounge outfit or yeah. something but I don't, yeah but it's a lounge outfit yeah. yeah i don't wear yeah, yeah, jeans yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. no, i wear yeah. my trainers so i wear traveling with heels and clips, you know, clips, clips, you know me, and, me and my cousins and my girls when we travel and we go on our girls trips it's head tie central so we're like <laughs> we all have our head ties on we have our tracksuit and that's like the tradition we're sitting in um that's the way we do. We normally have breakfast. Benny's. That's Franklin. Not Franklin's and Benny's. One of the places that we have in the airport, and it always is in the every airport, and we always have breakfast, and we always take the picture with our head ties on, and everyone got their tracksuit on and stuff. So just um, little traditions. We should traditions. go on a trip, Jeff. Uh, we should, it. honey, but the COVID right now, man. Mm-hmm. Let's anyway. not even go there. Okay, so, so let's wrap up with this game. You can't see oh, the box. Let me ask. Oh, you haven't, we haven't played the game no, yet? No, we haven't. I stopped to ask the podcast question. Oh, Okay. No, but yeah. she hasn't given her tips yet, has she? Oh, no. oh I don't really have them. I mean, I, I, there's nothing I've, I really... Just, okay, just enjoy so yourself. Let's give a scenario. Just enjoy yourself. We're sending yeah. Mella away for our first trip. What three things would you tell her? Because I know you wouldn't say, oh, I haven't got no advice on her. So let's put it in a scenario. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I'm um, going to China. What should I take? <laughs> <laughs> but, um... um Make sure you got a charging thing. But then hotels normally have them if you forget. So I forgot mine bare times. And they'll give you the adapter. There's nothing you can't get. This is the thing. Unless you're one oh, of those people well, that have a piece comfort. of advice Hotels then. give yeah. you adapters. I didn't know that. Yeah. I always make sure I come. So I went to Spain the other day. I forgot. And she, I said, have you got one? She's like, yeah. She gave oh, me for the yeah, time. So off. don't sweat it. Hotels yeah, games will always work yeah, out. Yeah, don't yeah. feel like, oh, you're not going to be able to get what you need. More time you will. And unless you've got like health conditions, you need medication and all that. You mm. don't want to you know, get sick and all that. But, I mean, like, I'm pretty healthy. I don't need really anything as long as I've got some... You can always get food. You get your toiletries or if you're somewhere hot, you know what I mean? Money. Would you say even, even that? Would even you that? say to take lots? Because I know some people take, like, thousands. Some people take, like, you know, a couple of hundreds. What do you... You see, what I've come to... I, especially when I was around Asia, it's all, um... Card? Um... No, we have WeChat, which is WeChat Pay, which is kind of like WhatsApp, but you pay on oh, the phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you don't. 
Honestly, I mean, it's. I think people make it a bit more, more complicated than it, really, than it really, is. really is. Like you're in a. As I said, wherever you go, people eat, they dress, they go to work, they travel. It's exactly the same things, but just in a different environment. Mm. And it's just like you've just got to embrace it. Um, but I just would say I think because of where like how I've grew up and stuff, you just got to be savvy. You can't just like be going out there. Like when I do go on my, go travel on my own, I won't be out till late. Unless I'm with someone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's little things, you know what I mean, that you just think, I'm not going to go out for dinner at nine o'clock and be walking up and down at midnight on my own. Do you know what I mean? I'll go and when it gets a bit dark and I'll come back in, I won't go too far and... Okay. You know, mm. so just being wise and just yeah, being just being you know. But I suppose you do that. Not giving out too much information. I think that's one thing, because you get all happy then. You're like, oh, where are they? Like, where are you from? I mean, my ta- okay, I tell you a quick story. One time I was in when I was in Colombia, my favorite place, and mm-hmm. I did a taxi, and he was saying to me, oh, where are you from? Are you from um Guyana? They kept on thinking I was from Guyana for some reason. Because Guyana isn't too far from yeah. Them, is it? So um, I said, no, I'm from England, and this is him, huh? He goes, no, but all England had these fat white women. And oh. I was like, no, they don't. I said, the, <laughs> the cheek. They got black people. He said, no, no, no. We got all the uh, fat white women. I was like, oh, my word. Not even just white women, but fat as well, you know, fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, just, yeah. I mean, as I said, God always goes with me, so I've been all right mm. thus far. So, I would translate that, guys. Okay, so. <laughs> be sensible and wise. Don't give out too much information. Um, the hotels yes. will have what you need. <laughs> don't stress. And most importantly, take God with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so okay, you ready? Yeah. Home. What? That's the oh, first you word. Oh right. <laughs> I do tell what I said I say you a word home. and you have to tell me the word the first one that comes to your mind. So home. I took too long now. Away. Family. Mom. Woman. Man. Music. Love. Colour. Pink. Time. Long. <laughs> and the wow, last one. Wow, why is, these things the last one is fun. Not right now. <laughs> I hear that. I want to guitar. I want to guitar. In the time of Corona. Corona, Corona. Mm. All right, guys. So that has been Miss Katora. We've had fun, guys. As you can hear, we've had a blast. Um, tell us what you think. Like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And if you do travel, tell us your travel adventures. Yes. We'd love to hear them. Um, pop them in the comments. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for being here, Katura. Maybe. So for us guys, you can find us on Instagram. It's X E double N I A L S. Yes. You'll find us. Follow us, like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Anyway, you listen to your podcast. Bye. Bye.